Saturday, March 5th, the Good Morning Guys decided to do a spoiler cast for the Batman. And that is my Robert Pattinson impression. You're welcome. (laughs) It's good. It's good. I like it. If you say so. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Uh, Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome, welcome to this very special spoiler cast edition of the Good Morning Guys podcast. I am your host, Mr. Mark Boucher. With me, of course, is my good friend and co-host, Patrick Novosel. How are you, sir? I am vengeance. Nice. I'm Uh, also Patrick Novosel, but I'm also (laughs) vengeance. Hey, vengeance! (laughs) Um. Yeah, man. So we are going to be talking specifically about the Batman uh, directed by Matt Reeves, uh, starring Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Paul Dano, uh, Andy Serkis, uh, Colin Farrell, uh, just a A-list cast of, of, of... Don't forget about who plays Falcone. Oh, yeah. John Turturro. John Turturro. Man, he's so good. So good. Um, but yeah, we are going to be talking uh, quite a bit about the Batman, what our impressions were. We'll be talking some spoilers um, uh, in just a little bit. Um, but first off, um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our non-spoiler impressions of the movie. Um, so Patrick, I will let you go first. What did you think of the movie? Oh, okay, so uh, when I heard that this movie was three hours long i'm like yes give me three hour comic book movies uh i don't like the two hours because i feel like it's being rushed and the way that they made this movie it needed to be three hours otherwise it would have felt rushed um we got a lot of exposition uh the pacing was just so good um i have some thoughts about the pacing um, but it was not a not a detriment to the story, not a detriment to the movie. I just have some thoughts on it. Um, but, but I love the movie. It was like it was like an eight episode Netflix series where you get like it's you're not going to get to the end the the whole uh, center of the story until later until like the sixth or seventh episode, you know. So. Uh, and it was fantastic the way they did it. I and mean, with Netflix shows, it's, sometimes they're slow and they yeah. ramp up. And that's the way I felt with this. I was like, yes, we're getting an entire Netflix series on the screen. Um, binging. It was. It felt like it was a binge. It felt like it was a binge, which was which is not a bad thing. It's actually actually what I prefer. Uh, so yeah, I I enjoyed the movie. Uh, music was fantastic. The actors were fantastic. The Batman was fantastic the 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 characters the side characters and the villains fantastic uh i it's it's hard it's hard to 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 say anything um negative about this movie i do have some negatives but but overall this movie was was fantastic is it the best batman movie that not sure Uh, i haven't seen the other batman movies in quite some time if i were to uh it's in this in the discussion as one of the best Batman movies. Um, it's hard to compare because the way they did this movie was unlike any other Batman movie, which yeah. was, which was great. You know, like I'd love to see um, these comic book movie, movies uh, shown a little differently, directed differently. Cause we've, you know, we've seen Batman. Batman has had like what 
seven movies or eight movies right now. So um, let's let's do it different. And and they did. Uh, so I, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't I'm not going to I can't really say much more without getting in, into spoilers because uh, I, I want to talk about specifics and things like that. But but overall, this movie is a nine and a half out of ten. Not a perfect movie, but a, a dang good movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, from from the resident Batman fan, I guess, if you will, um, yeah. I have been thoroughly hyped for this movie for quite a while. Um, when uh, when they first announced Robert Pattinson being being Batman, I was a little concerned um, just because, you know, the first reaction was, man, they got the guy from Twilight being Batman. <laughs> right. And 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 that's, you know, standard reaction. But at the same time, you know, since then, he has done several movies and has improved his acting chops over the years. And and plus, you know, I always think about anytime they cast somebody for especially Batman movies, anytime they cast somebody, this, this has happened so many times, like when they cast Michael Keaton as Batman. Michael Keaton was a comedian actor. He was a <laughs> he comedy. Was, he was Mr. Mom. He was Mr. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody was upset. There was like, you know, petitions and things like that before there was like change.org back in the eighties. There were, they had like actual physical petitions that yeah. they signed. And they did um, the same thing with Heath Ledger when he was yep. Joker. Yep. The guy from 10 things I hate about you in a knight's tale is going to be the Joker. What the heck? <laughs> right. Yeah. But somebody sees something that we don't. Yep. And when they started putting the trailers out for this, I was like, I'm on board. This is this is this is the Batman. This mm-hmm. is what I need. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh so yeah, I I was absolutely excited for this movie. And from from the get-go, I was I was so on board. All the characters in this movie are incredible. Um Robert Pattinson has sold me on on being Batman. He he does a great thorough job of of being the the dark brooding character. Um, but they had a lot more of an emphasis on the detective side of things, which is which is nice. You know, Batman is the world's greatest detective. Uh, he's commonly referred to in a lot of circles, um, and and they really heavily laid into the the detective side of things. They've they've touched on it in other movies. Another Batman films, but this they really laid heavy on it, and they really laid heavy on the noir dark side of of things. Like everything is shot. It it reminded me of of the way that um, Batman the animated series was animated, because they animated all of those movies by or of those uh, shows by hand on black paper. Um, they didn't use the, the the typical white paper that they would normally would for a typical animation uh, sequence. Everything was on black, and that just added to the to the dark, gritty nature of it. And I, that's what it felt like with this movie. Um, you know, Paul Dano's Riddler is is a Riddler that they they needed to go with for this particular movie for for gritty dark noir. He, I, I very much was into the Zodiac Killer style version of Riddler. Um, yeah, everybody all around, all the different characters, like Colin Farrell, uh, 
just looking at him, you would have no idea, no, no idea that that's Colin Farrell just yeah, by looking at him. No idea. So I saw the movie with my wife, and when he first showed up on screen, you know, I leaned over to her and I whispered, I was like, hey, that's Colin Farrell. And she's like, no way. And so I was like, yeah, I mean, like this, like it didn't, didn't look like him. It didn't sound like him, didn't move like him. And I'm just like, they really need to get Colin Farrell. Like what? Like you're like, Hey, they saw something in Robert Pattinson. Did they really see something in Colin Farrell? Because it doesn't look like him and doesn't sound like him. Yeah, it doesn't sound like him at all, which, which is pretty impressive because dude has a thick Irish accent. Sure does. Yeah. And, and he's got the full on Brooklyn. Hey, sweetheart. Kind of, kind of thing. Um, and, and yeah, props to the, the makeup and design prosthetic design team for whoever did his makeup and stuff. Cause yeah, completely unrecognizable as, as the penguin. Um, but they all, they all did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie for me, um, if I can make a definitive ranking, in fact, I, I think I did actually, I've made a definitive ranking of all the Batman movies. This movie is a very, very close second for me. In terms of Batman movies, I think Dark Knight is a little bit higher for me still. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is dang close. Yeah. Like this could easily jump past and be number one. And yeah, I'm absolutely with you um, with three hour superhero movies. Um, as long as, you know, everything actually makes sense to the plot of the to the plot of the movie. Sure. And moves things along, then absolutely three, four hour movie. Give it to me. I'm absolutely, absolutely into it. So yeah. I would give this movie nine and a half batterings out of 10. All right. Nice. Same score. Yep. 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 So we have both given our impressions of the Batman. It's time to hop over the spoiler wall. If you have not seen the Batman yet, uh, you should put us on pause for a little bit and go see the movie. Go see, see it, it twice if you want yeah. to. Yeah, go see it twice. Maybe three times if you're feeling so inclined. Yep. Uh, and then uh, come on back and hang out with us when, when you're done. Because uh, we're about to spoil the heck out of this thing. I am spoilers. <laughs> we are spoilers. We are Groot and all that. Yes. The answer is spoilers. <laughs> um, I, I am Groot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I see. Anyways. Um, but uh, yeah, so we are over the spoiler wall. And um, from the get go, like there's no there's no credits other than this big marquee flash of the Batman. Um, and then immediately we're into it and you're immediately unsettled because you're, you're seeing this immediate first first person POV kind of thing. Somebody's like spying on this very obviously very affluent, rich couple in their mansion. Um, you see this kid dressed up as as a ninja, and and you see the parents walk up, and and he's wearing he's got a a, a jack o' lantern, Halloween candy bucket. I'm like, okay, we're we're set around Halloween, um, and uh, I knew that this movie was going to be very heavily based around um, a couple of different uh, comic book series. There's Batman Earth One um, by Jeff Johns, which uh, is fantastic. I would recommend it. Um, and also a classic series of books called Batman, the long Halloween. I believe that is Jeff Loeb and Tim sale. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, um, you know, obviously from the get go, you're like very unsettled. And then we get to that scene where, um, and, uh, I forgot, I've forgotten his name. 
forgot Mitchell. his name. Mitchell. Mitchell. I don't know why I, I'm forgetting <laughs> his name. And then when you say it, it's like Don Mitchell Jr. Okay. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah. Mayor Don Mitchell. He's up for re-election up against Bella Real. Uh, and uh, he's not doing so hot and he's he's sitting there watching watching this debate and you're focused and it's dark and all of a sudden just psh, there there's Riddler just hanging out right there in the background and I was just immediately creeped out from the get-go I'm like okay this is gonna be good mm-hmm. um, and he just he doesn't move um, he's not making a sound the the mayor has no idea he's there and then all of a sudden just beast mode just uh, just starts going to town on his head um and uh yeah this is this is a very different riddler very very modern very like serial killer very heavily influenced on the zodiac killer um type of type of riddler Uh, very stark contrast to the jim carrey riddler yeah yeah i would say so i would say so they 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 decided not to err on the uh jokey side the jokey (laughs) yeah ham over fist kind of which worked for the movie like so so they 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 were you know deep they were like they went all in this is the way this is the what the movie is going to be and the riddler was the best villain for this movie hands down great yeah i i very much enjoyed paul dano's take now the only thing with the riddler that I thought they would have fixed when they watched the uh, trilogy of Batman with the with um, Bane and the mask I was like, man, it's been it's been a couple of years and and people have <laughs> the fire rises, brother. <laughs> you know, so it's like I it's we've we've for the past two years in the pandemic, you thought we would be able to you'd be used to people talking through masks and i'm like man i uh, i can't understand him maybe 20 percent of the time and when i when he was on i think later in the movie when he was on the news and they had they had the subtitles i was like yes i need subtitles <laughs> thank you hopefully <laughs> <laughs> continue with the subtitles like if i you know when this movie comes on hbo max and I'm going to have you watching it again. Obviously, I'm going to be putting on the subtitles because there's definitely some words and things I missed uh, while he was talking through his because it wasn't like it wasn't clear. You know, yeah. it did. It did sound muffled like he was talking through a mask. Uh, but I just I just wish I had more subtitles. I wish I had the option to put subtitles on. Yep. You yep, know, absolutely. I, I get you. Yeah. And I and I benefited from a, a second of viewing second viewing of this because I've seen it twice yeah. now. I saw it on Tuesday at a at an early IMAX fan screening event, which was incredible. Um, and then I saw it today as of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely benefited from a second viewing because um, I could definitely pay attention more to the the dialogue. And I mean, the first time I watched it, I caught most of it. But right. yeah, I, I can understand some of some of it was like a little on the muffled side, especially uh, early on in the movie. Um, he's got some sort of like digitizer voice over over his his real voice, so he sounds a lot lower than he really is. Um, yeah. Um, and so that makes it even more difficult. He's got a mm-hmm. mask on, and he's got his voice masked. Um, so uh, so I definitely definitely understand that. Um, one thing that that's important to touch on is like we do not we don't get an origin story in this movie. 
They're oh, we, beautiful. Yeah, we don't get we don't get a, a, a Thomas and Martha Wayne being killed. We don't get the you know the early days of Batman. We're automatically it's second year of him being Batman. We're already in it. Gotham for they still don't know 100% what to make of him, um, but they know of this vigilante known as the Batman. Um, and he's he's in his second year. Um, and, and you and can I, tell you can tell he's like like this is this is a, a sequel slash prequel because the prequel meaning we've gotten this is the earliest Batman we've seen uh, in the movies before as far as age is concerned. And then a sequel because I feel like they've skipped season one. Or the first uh, uh, when he became Batman, because they never got the origin story. They just like we've gotten, we understand, we've seen, we know Batman uh, that his parents die and he becomes Batman. Like we get it. He's got a lot of money. We don't need to see it again. Just like yeah. the way they did it with uh, Spider Man, and they're like, you know what? We don't need an origin story. You know, we're just gonna go straight into it. You know, like the origin story was really in like civil war <laughs> so you know like it's and it, even that was we passed it because we know uncle ben dies we get it we don't need to see it again let's yeah. get let's get right into it and so i that's what i, I really loved about this movie is like okay we get it the, they know their audience we're not gonna waste time this is a three-hour movie they could have done an origin story yeah. uh but i'm glad they didn't yeah absolutely yeah, uh, Matt Reeves has, has spoken about like when he wanted to make this Batman film, he's like the whole origin story, the whole Thomas and Martha Wayne scene. He's like, it's been done by so many people so well. Why do I need to do it again? Mm-hmm. Um, we can just jump in. You know who Batman is. You know who Bruce Wayne is. You know his background. Let's just jump into it, shall we? And 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 yeah. I appreciate that. I really do appreciate that because that just gives more time. So let's focus on a standalone Batman story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and from the moment that, that um, and it's interesting how, how they decided to go the narrative route where they have Robert Pattinson, you know, kind of doing, doing narration over at the beginning. Yeah. Um, because immediately when I saw that, I could see, like, if you've ever read a comic, which usually has, uh, you know, maybe Bruce's internal monologue or something like that. I immediately just started seeing the speech bubbles start popping up yeah. in my mind. I'm like, this is just like a comic, man. This is beautiful. Um, and um, what, what was interesting was that most of this movie, like 90%, maybe 80 or 90% of the movie, he is Batman in this movie. We yes. get very little Bruce Wayne. Oh, and, and I'm glad. that we got 90%. And that's really, I mean, I want Batman and I'm not, I'm not a fan of Robert Pattinson. I'm not a fan of Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne at this, at this age. Cause he's, he is uh, still hurt over his parents. You know, he's never, he's not getting any answers of who killed who and um, who they were. And so he's just like, he's got a lot of, unanswered questions that are in his life and you can see that he's got his like the quote-unquote emo bruce wayne or the teen angst bruce wayne uh i totally get it the the, the biggest thing was his hair like i couldn't i couldn't do his hair like he's got enough hair slick it back but yeah. you know like uh but I, it was the way they the way they when i saw the trailer i'm like okay this is you know fix your hair and so when i 
I watched the watch the movie. I'm like, it's this makes sense. Like the whole look, the whole act as Bruce Wayne, it totally makes sense. It's like as and like I said, when I when it's non spoilers, it was like a lot of these negatives are you know not a detriment to the story that was being told. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're just they're just things that like yeah they could have done this better. Um, yeah. But uh, I I I get the 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 concern about there not being very much Bruce Wayne just because, um, you know, Bruce Wayne is the cover. He's, it's always been the cover for him. Um, you know, he's supposed to be the, the eccentric billionaire kind of, you know, suave guy. Right. That's supposed to be the cover for not, for people not suspecting that he's Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so they they decided they didn't necessarily want to go the, that route right now. Now what I could see, right. yeah, is further down the road, especially when when we first meet Alfred, um, and he he comes into the Batcave, which we'll come back to the Batcave in a second. But um, you know, Alfred points out like he's you know he's saying, oh, we've got a we've got a meeting here at Wayne Tower with your uh, with the uh, accounting department for Wayne Enterprises, and he's like, here now, why? He's like, because I couldn't get you to come there. Um, and he's like, you don't, you don't get this. Like, if you keep down this road, you will have nothing left. So mm-hmm. they're 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 talking about like the logistics of being Batman, the money and and things that he's that he's doing, putting into being Batman. Right. Right. Um, and so he's got to be he's got to be a lot better about covering that. Yeah. And um, this and, is like this is a quote unquote origin story of Bruce Wayne because yeah. This movie, he's like he's a, re- a recluse, you know. He's yeah. he's not shown his face. Uh, it's the first time he's shown his face in quite some time because when he gets out later in the movie, they're like, "Is that Bruce Wayne? Like, what? I haven't seen you in you know countless months or years or whatever it is." Yeah. So, um, so it totally makes sense that he's unkempt uh, yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I, I I'm right there with you with the hair. I like. I, I wish they would have. Not gone a different hairstyle for him, but you but, know. but like I said, the 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 hairstyle, all, even though it was terrible, it made sense for the story because he's not he's not the Bruce Wayne we know. He's not the playboy. He's not the philanthropist. Philanthropist is that a word? Philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist. <laughs> I knew that didn't sound right. And so it's like he's not he's not the the guy because even like later in the movie they're like, hey, your parents were good uh philanthropists or whatever it is and so like and because he's 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 just he's been focused on being the batman rather than being a public figure uh for wayne enterprises so um yeah it was uh, as much as i hated it uh it made sense and that's uh, which i respected yeah he doesn't he doesn't care at all about his his persona about his public image for, image right now he's like right. i don't care what happens to me basically mm-hmm. he's like this this what i'm doing is my legacy for my parents right um and and any whatever things else i don't care so he's very much in batman mode um throughout this entire movie um so going going from there i mean we we're into very much like a uh, you know uh, introduced to gotham city um very modern look but obviously very dumpy looking at the same time. It's rampant with drugs and, and things like that. Crime. Um, 
crime, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, you know, um, and then all of a sudden you've got this, this wave of, of, of murders that this, um, the serial killer starts pulling off. And then immediately, you know, um, we're introduced to the Batman. Um, first off in that scene with the, uh, with the thugs. Um, yes. When, yeah. When they're coming off the train, um, my favorite thing about the way that they've introduced Batman in several scenes in this movie is the darkness and just hearing the boots coming and just this ominous, like the fear. Yeah. Yeah. They're really touched on like these, these criminals don't know where he is. And that's, that's the, that's the element that he uses the most is like, Mm -hmm. he's like, I can't be everywhere, but they don't know where I am. Right. And that's, and that's the biggest thing. And yeah, when he, when he comes out of the shadows at first, they're like, they don't know what to make of this guy. And then he just, he's full on Batman, just beats the crap out of all those guys. Um, his, the way that his, his gadgets and stuff are set up are, are really interesting in this movie. Um, I think that's the first time I've seen, like, for example, the grappling gun come out of his, like his glove almost. Yeah. Um, that's, that's different. Um, typically he would pull that off of his belt or, or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and things like that, but that just that introductory introductory scene of him just going to town on these criminals is is insane. And so I the this this scene um, reminded me a lot of the Arkham series yeah. when you are fighting multiple thugs at once. Like it looked like the thugs the 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 battle it was just like a battle with thugs in Arkham series. Um, and that's what I, I really like that because that a lot of the the rest of the movie is very um, it, it reminded me a lot of the Arkham games as far as like the detective work too. Um, and Kevin Conroy is but my favorite Batman um, yeah. in, in the Arkham series. And this one led was a, as a, uh, this Batman's close second as as far as my favorite uh, Batman characters uh, because of the the detective work in this, in this, in this movie. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. And, and immediately, you know, in the first murder, we, 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 we get introduced to the, the dynamic between Batman and uh, Lieutenant Gordon. Cause he is not commissioner yet. At this yeah. Point. Right. Yeah. Um, played by um, Jeffrey. Oh gosh. Jeffrey Wright. I believe. I hope I said his name right. I think it's, Jeffrey I think Wright. that's, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, he's he's fantastic. He's a fantastic actor. Yeah, I've I've seen him in several other movies. Um, the one one I remember him the most from actually is um, is the Hunger Games. He was actually in that movie. Um, mm-hmm. Also, he's played um, he played Awatu the Watcher in uh, in What If. He was the voice of the Watcher. Yes. Um, and inter- interestingly enough, uh, he has done the voice of Batman as well and he really did, yeah for ab for hbo max um they did a series of like old school 40s radio serial type of episodes of batman huh. um and and yeah he is he's the voice of batman in, <laughs> that's cool those. that's cool he does a great job um but yeah love his 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 acting in this movie but yeah just from the get-go you 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 get the dynamic between him and and gordon and you also get like how much the police is not okay with him 
Um, <laughs> so are you talking about the scene where Gordon is walking down the hallway and the hallway is lined with policemen yeah. and then Batman is walking right behind him. And this is like, this scene is like two minutes long and which, which goes a couple things. This movie is slow and it's, it, it it's, but it's interesting slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this, this pace, this pace right here, like very slow walking, very slow walking. Batman passes like 15 police officers and they get to the end of the hallway and the last <laughs> police officer is like wait he puts his hand on his chest and says wait you're not supposed to be here it's like what do you mean there's like what about the other 14 other police officers that were just letting them go and then commissioner or lieutenant gordon turns around slowly like he didn't notice that this guy just stopped batman and then he's like he's with me and then you know still the police officer has his hand on batman's chest for a few more seconds and then he lets go and then batman continues to walk slowly (laughs) i'm like oh my gosh this is such a slow movie so far um yeah i think i think the way that they wanted to to do that was like you have several cops that like they're just staring like they don't know what to make of him um, they right. have cops that don't that are like scared of him, don't trust him, mm-hmm. things like that. And you get the one guy that's like that's actually got the cojones to actually be like, "Hey, this police action here, you can't, you can't be here. What are you doing?" it was a, it was just a, a funny part because that, it is, it is. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you 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 get introduced to that that dynamic. You get automatically introduced to the the detective elements uh how much batman's already looking around at the crime scene noticing yes. things that that not everybody else is noticing um i love the the scene where the part where the the guy's trying to look at at uh, at the mayor's body and he's like coming trying to come around the front and he's like trying to get around batman he's like excuse me excuse me <laughs> yeah yeah i thought this was this was another again reminiscent of the arkham games albeit uh since this is a young batman he doesn't have the gadgetry and all that stuff that as far as detective work he has like that contact that he uses that um records everything that he does and i'm and i'm I, we never really got to see what he sees on his end if it like things highlight, you know, when you do the detective mode in the Arkham right. games or whatever, I'm assuming that's what it may might have looked like, but we didn't get any of it. He yeah. just he just uses that it uploads to his to the Batcave, and he's able to watch everything back back again. Um, but it was really cool how how all you know he was just like looking at a blood stain that the cops missed, and then like one of the cops comes over and then notices that there's another blood stain, um, which was just it's just the detective work is slow uh and it's very just like what else is he gonna he gonna find you know um and then they find a a, an envelope for the batman and again again this is slow moving it takes them like it feels like 45 minutes to take the take the card out of the envelope like he just (laughs) looks at it and then slowly takes it out and then slowly opens it and then slowly reads it. I'm like, oh my gosh, just move already. Let's go. Oh man. 
that's the so when i say i give this movie this uh, a nine and a half out of ten there were the pacing of this movie is fantastic i love how slow it was but some parts were just super slow that there's there's where that half half point credit went <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a hundred percent that's where the half point credit yeah i was like if it and really like it sucks because it's a it's a it's it's too I, I i love it and i hate it at the same time i love the slowness but there's just many parts in the movie where i'm like can you just speed it up yeah please <laughs> yeah absolutely um so moving on real quick to to bruce's relationship with alfred um it's it's interesting and this is where a lot of the batman earth one influence comes in um because um Alfred is very much not a butler in this movie for the most part. Like he kind of is, but he kind of isn't. Yeah. He's more uh, like a, like a father figure because wasn't there like, there was like a, um, an older lady that was yeah. more of the butler Doreen. Than, yeah. than than he was. Yeah. Yeah. He, in this movie and this was kind of this way in Batman earth one, he was more of a bodyguard than he was okay. a butler. Okay. Yeah. Um, sense. And 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 Alfred actually has um, British military service experience in in this movie, um, and that's why he he knows how ciphers work and things like that. That's how he's able to help help Bruce um, decode the ciphers from the Riddler and things like that. Um, there's a quick line that he that he gives out, um, especially in the scene where later on Alfred's in the hospital, um, and. Wow. And he's talking to Bruce and he, he points out, he's like, you know, I could see the fear in your eyes and there's only, there's only so much I could do about that. I could teach you how to fight. Alfred taught Batman how to fight. Mm -hmm. So, so they definitely went the, the earth one route with, uh, with Alfred in this movie. And you can tell there's, there's a relationship there, but it's also kind of standoffish as well. Because I still think we're in the early days of of Alfred not sure, not really sure what to make of this, of this whole Batman thing. Let's let's stick with that while we're on that that scene in the hospital. Like, talk about an emotional scene. Like, yeah. I don't know if you did, but I definitely got welled up in that scene because, you know, Alfred was protecting uh, Bruce. And Bruce is like, why didn't you tell me these things? He's like, he's like, cause I never knew for sure, you know? And, and so he didn't want to tell him he was too young and he didn't think he was ready to, to know either the truth or what was, what was really going on because he really didn't know. Like um, he didn't know what, if, 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 Fal- what, if Falcone killed his, his, his dad, you know, he was, he's like, he's maybe he's pretty good possibility, but it couldn't be for sure. You know? And so it was just like that moment of, of both of them just like pouring out their hearts was a, 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 a scene that I didn't think I would get in a Batman movie. You yeah. know, it was really, it was really, really well done. One of my favorite scenes in, in, in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. There's like an entire mixture of emotions there because Alfred immediately, he comes out from his coma and he's happy to see Bruce. Right. And Bruce is immediately like, you lied to me yeah my whole life and so for you know just to give context he thinks at this point and and it's interesting the way that they that they um characterize the waynes in this movie 
um, again, very Earth One, um, Earth One influenced. The fact that the Waynes aren't squeaky clean. They were they were good people, but they had they have some dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. And and there was a situation where it was it was about to come to light that uh, Martha's mother killed her father, and then killed herself, and that Martha had been in several institutions throughout her life um, and things like that. And at that time, Thomas was running for mayor. And, and so these things came to light. And at first, the way that the story tells you, you, you you're led to believe that um, in a moment of def- desperation, Thomas Wayne went to Carmine Falcone and basically asked him to off this reporter that was threatening to reveal this information. I think um, he, I don't think he what he he said to take care of it, but yeah, not, well, that's 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 the thing. Yeah, when when they first start talking about it, and like especially when Riddler puts out his um, his little expose on that, mm-hmm. they basically say he hired um, Falcon to, to to kill this reporter. Now Alfred tells him later, no, 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 that's not true. That's not the case, and so that's the misunderstanding. Right. There was a moment of weakness there where he basically wanted Falcone to scare. And they, in different versions of, of the comics and in the movies, they either call him Falcone or Falcone. I think they went with Falcone in this movie, but what, because whatever. it's a, it's a rat with wings. Yeah. Um, so, but in any case, yeah. So you're led to believe that, that, it went one way when really it was, it was a moment of weakness. It was mm-hmm. a mis- mistake to even go to Carmine. Right. Um, but you know, when he found out what Falcone did, you know, he was going to basically confess everything, go to the police. And then you're led to believe that Falcone was actually the one that arranged for the Waynes to be killed. Right. Um, but they still left it kind of ambiguous. Right. Cause they're there. Alfred really wasn't sure. Um, but still, um, interesting, interesting way to 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 characterize the Waynes in this, mm-hmm. not make them as squeaky squeaky clean, and um, to have some inner conflict for Bruce because he's championed his parents his whole life and how they were good members of of, of Gotham society. How um, his dad wanted to better Gotham with this renewal plan, which actually mm-hmm. you know plays out into the into the story later on. Um, and, and then to find out this information that, you know, his, his father may not have been so good, you know, it really shakes Bruce to the core, um, in that, in that movie. Um, and I think they did a fantastic job with it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, Zoe Kravitz and her, uh, her characterization of Catwoman. So what do you what did you think of overall of, of Zoe Kravitz and how she did in this movie? I, I loved I loved her rendition, her characterization as Catwoman. Because she wasn't necessarily like, hey, I'm Catwoman. I'm like the Michelle Pfeiffer licking cats, you know, Catwoman, you know, eating or drinking milk and all that stuff. You know, like she was she drank milk one in one uh, scene. Uh, yeah. she had cats, uh, but she you knows she had it was weird because you could also see that. It was like year one Catwoman because she is like she had her whole setup. You know, she had her leather outfit that allowed her to do all these things. And then but she's got like a a skull cap or a tassel cap that she's like cut out for a fate for a mask. You know, it was just like 
you could tell it was she did, didn't have the money or whatever to have a, a legitimate mask. Um, early but days. Her, right. It was early days for sure. Um, and uh, her both her acting is amazing. I love Zoe Kravitz. Uh, she was in another movie that I just watched called Kimmy. Um, oh, it's, yeah. it's kind of a play on Ale- Aleska. I don't want her to turn on, uh, but uh, she was, she was great in that. And um, so uh, I was, so I saw her, she was uh, fantastic. I think she was like, she's my favorite Catwoman uh, of all, of all of them. Like Michelle Pfeiffer and um, who was the one that was in the dark Knight trilogy and, and Hathaway and Hathaway and Hathaway was awful. I, you know, like, so this is, it was easy. It's easy for her to, to be the best Catwoman. Um, her fighting was just like, she was very limber and uh, very smart, uh, very stealthy. And I loved how the, because we had three hours of her, we I mean, she was, she was on screen a ton. And so uh, we got a lot of background about her. And the reason why she's a part of this, because her, one of her best friends um, was murdered and killed. Um, so we get, we get a lot of her and there was a reason for her to be around and, a re- and how her storyline intertwined with Batman's story as well. Uh, fantastic. Uh, I, 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 I don't have anything to, I don't have anything bad to say about Catwoman. She yeah. was really well done. I, this, there's no negatives with her at all. You know, there, she had, she had a reason she had motive for to be in this, uh, this movie, the entire movie. It was, it was, I, I don't, I, do, I don't, do you have anything that is, that is outside of what they've shown? Is it, is there any negatives with her? Like she was, she was a fantastic side character. There were a couple of lines that like, I was like a little, a little corny to me like anytime she would say you know honey or or baby or something like that like that felt like a little shoehorned in but otherwise like i didn't mind i didn't mind her dialogue but yeah she very much had a role to play Mm -hmm. in this movie um they they served it well and and catwoman is has toted the line many times between like anti-hero and criminal and i think they did a good job of of skirting this line of of you know she marches to the beat of her own drum Mm -hmm. um she you know she does what she wants and and things like that there's a bit of the criminal element just because you know she did steal that bag of money and things like that um but you know she does have some good intentions and sometimes batman unlocks the good intentions in her even when she doesn't want to necessarily she she would go back and forth like obviously she helps batman when uh, when she's in the was it 44 or 45 below uh, the club within the club mm-hmm. and uh, she's she's down there and she's got the the contact lenses in and everything she's trying to but at the same time she's trying to find out what happened to her best friend but she's also helping helping Batman and that 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 arc sort of carries on where you know she has moments of 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 weakness you know the 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 time where she steals the money where she finds Kinsey. And she's like beating the crap out of him and she kicks him off the roof and things. Yeah. Like that. What is, she says, Batman says something to her, like, don't be the lie or something like that. You know, uh, he says something and she's like, 
too bad i've already crossed the line and then she just like kicks him like like 300 this is sparta just kicks him and then uh batman was able to save him from falling all off the yeah. off that roof or whatever um but yeah that's it's she is both you know back and forth yeah yeah it's 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 very much a back and forth thing but ultimately she lands kind of on a on a good note um you know especially to, towards the end of the movie when she ends up you know saving batman and things like that so um you know she's got a little bit of a conscience but like i've 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 very much enjoyed zoe kravitz's take mm-hmm. on the character she's very much got that that sort of edgy nature that Catwoman has. Um, but obviously she's still very much in early days. Um, so uh, Paul Dano's Riddler. Yeah. He's still like, even when I watch interviews with Paul Dano, his face creeps me out. Like, <laughs> he has that, he has that serial killer type face, like, like very unnerving type of face he was Uh, he was fantastic not only when he had the mask on he was like crazy insane and then later on when he you know he's in jail and batman is talking to him through the (laughs) through the the window or and then he's just like he was yelling the batman was yelling he's like I was like, what did you do? And I'll the first thing I could think of is why did you say that name? That's the first <laughs> thing I could think of. I always think about that. But all I can think of is where were the other drugs going? <laughs> what did you what did you do? And uh the way Paul Dano was like insane and talking, and the way he like would walk around the room, like, no, no, no. You know, it's like Oof, man, his his portrayal of Riddler and portrayal as a villain in general was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's interesting, it, like just watching the quirks that he has. Like it's just classic, like deranged person. Mm-hmm. Like he just started this random ah ah kind of kind of like like reaction like just physical reaction that um you know somebody with a very diluted mind uh would would have um and but at the same time he's very very methodical he's all about puzzles and riddles obviously um and and he's very very crafty as a as a as a criminal um uh, i loved the the very seven like nature of of this story and all the all the crimes all these um like the thumb drive yeah what a what a dad joke in a batman movie but um i i thought it was great when you know um they have to plug in the thumb drive and it's got like a um an encryption with a with a thumbprint yeah and uh he's like i don't know what to do and batman's like why don't you try this (laughs) (laughs) like like like, this guy's hilarious so so gordon's got to touch this dead thumb (laughs) <laughs> to to open it but yeah. no but some they... of the, with, with riddler uh the, he has he had riddles and what i what was uh what was difficult for me is like there's here's these riddles and they know them they know the answers to them like within like half a second it's like yeah. oh my gosh like I, you didn't even give me a chance to even think about it myself like i it was it was there was no like this Again, this is a three-hour movie. You could have like, you could have been like, 
talking out loud and trying to figure out like what does this mean you know it's like no they already did this they just said the answer i'm like well that was quick yeah well, it was, a, it was think... a ch- very very disproportionate change of pace for the rest of the movie like yeah i feel like they should have spent a little bit more time on figuring out what the riddle riddle meant i i, I think that was more to just demonstrate batman and the riddler kind of going back and forth at each other proving that 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 Batman has the brain to come up against Riddler because like, like for example, the scene with Gil Coulson, the, the district attorney, when he's got the, the bomb strapped to his neck mm-hmm. and he's got to solve three riddles in two minutes. Um, and, and to the average person, he's like, okay, no, no, say it one more time. One more time. Can you say it one more time? Uh, justice blind or no blind poetic. Uh, and, and Batman's like justice. It's justice. It's bribes. And and he's trying to like be one step ahead of Riddler, yeah. Um, but ultimately, Batman failed at that because the one thing, the one in- piece of information was the one thing that Gil Coulson was hiding back, mm-hmm. and so ultimately gets his head blown off uh, at that point. But um, but yeah, each and every one of the of the situations, like the they're almost like from the movie Saw, like with Jigsaw those types of things like especially like with the rats that was oh yes highly unsettling do you um, want to play a game yeah so very 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 heavily jigsaw influenced um mm-hmm. but uh so back to let's go to let's go to colin farrell's penguin let's let's do that so obviously we talked quite a bit about how he is basically unrecognizable in this movie um i i love the the gangster type version of of the penguin um you don't get the like from batman 66 you don't have him as like a physical like an actual penguin hybrid monster like you did in in batman returns he's just like a guy with physical ailments you know and and things like that and and he he his face like the way his nose is set up and everything he looks like a like a bird um and and things like that and he's just got that very much that gangster type element to him he's got the 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 1920s type of type of brooklyn type accent sweetheart um type, type <laughs> of thing and uh but but i loved i loved his his character throughout this movie um, you could tell that he was basically a, um, a hired thug kind of waiting in the wings, waiting to, to find his opportunity to get some comeuppance. Um, and, and so especially in the scene with the Batmobile. Oh, my goodness. What? So this movie is slow. And then we get some little fight scenes, some little action. And then we get the Batmobile scene. Yeah, this scene was just fast and furious type of scene like it was so amazing the way you know like the the way uh the batmobile like starts it's just like it feels like it's like a christine you know that that movie about the christine car you know like just sitting back there and just waiting and waiting and waiting and then when you see the back of the batmobile and that huge like jet powered engine in the back and just take off after penguin 
and the pe- and penguin's got like he's got a, a nice car but it's it's no batmobile uh and as he's going through traffic and just and batmobile the batmobile's trying to follow him but again this is this is a dark highway you know it's raining you know 95% of this movie which yeah, is I was like say, it rains a what? lot in oh, holy crap man it rains so much and at one point my wife she's like uh does it ever stop raining i'm like i don't know they must be in in the middle of a monsoon right now because it's not <laughs> it doesn't stop raining but so like they, they you know like the there's like a couple semis that are coming through and he goes through and then there's this big huge tanker truck and the riddler or the riddler the, the penguin figures out a way to pretty much jackknife this this big tanker truck and it just blows up and you get this like this view point of penguin like in the front of the car and you can see the explosion in the background and he's like i got you <laughs> i got you like this was like so so well done so well directed uh the way the way the scene that scene was directed and the shots that they made was was really really good because i mean it was dark so you had to have some sort of shots of it uh behind and the side in the front of the batmobile and then then and then it ends it ends with that like that shot of penguin getting so excited that he blew up the entire highway that there's no way that batman can can get through that and then all of a sudden he sees in his rearview mirror that the batmobile just comes flying through the fire and yep. the explosion, like, oh my gosh! When you see that, you're like, oh, this is so, this is so good. This is Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and, so, and so it was just, oh, that that scene, like, uh, I want, I, I want to see that scene again. Just, just, I want to go see the movie again just for that scene because it was so, so well done. Yeah, absolutely. And like, the the way that he comes up on Penguin and just rams and like that. That car is just like at least 12, 13 times that thing goes spinning. <laughs> right. Um, and man, that car is a piece of crap because those airbags never deployed. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But then he ends up like, like I said, the, the, the scenes and the direction. Oh, yeah, the, absolutely. The shots like it was the car was upside down. So the whole the camera was upside down and you just see that, you know, Batman, like you said earlier, the boots hitting the ground and he was just walking slowly and then he just like tilts yeah, his head I, upside down and he's that looking I, at- <laughs> I thought that part was kind of funny just because like <laughs> you would expect in that in that shot for him to be walking up and you see like him upside down in the car and like the shadow of batman coming up upon him right. that that to me would have been like the perfect shot uh-huh. and then you see him duck down <laughs> That that part was kind of funny to me. It was like it was like a deleted scene that was added in there. <laughs> it would have been it would have been even funnier if he just like let out this big smile like <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah, no, I absolutely loved that scene with the Batmobile. Loved mm-hmm. uh loved uh Colin Farrell's penguin. Um, you know, they're they're setting them up. They're setting oh. them up big time, especially with the end of the movie now that Carmine Falcone uh, or at Falcone. Wait, hold on. Let's 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 go back before we get off of Penguin real sure, quick. Sure. Um, when they have him and he's all tied up 
and they're trying to get some information out of him and then they leave and he's like what let me go and then he's like because his 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 ankles are tied and his hands are tied and he's kind of like running after them but he's got a penguin waddle and i was like "Ooh, <laughs> that is a nice touch that's a nice subtle touch. real subtle <laughs> yeah yeah i did think that was hilarious that the batman and gordon just sort of left him there okay like, <laughs> <Yeah>. bye <laughs> um but but yeah um yeah, Penguin. Penguin is they're setting him up for for future movies, especially since, you know, obviously with the end of the movie, um, you know, Carmine Falcone, it's it's revealed that he is this informant, this rat that had all this all this information on these on on these high profile people, um, and um, you know, he was the one that was that I, that basically set up Sal Maroney to be arrested and all these kind of things. Yeah, and he gets arrested. And and that's how the Riddler gets him to come out into the open and and bring him to the light. Yep. And uh, and takes a rifle shot at him and and Carmine Falcone is dead. Um, and so because of that, Penguin basically gets to take over. What, oh, wait, what but Falcon- we didn't get to we didn't get to the point where the whole the the, the Catwoman part where oh, it's yeah. like her her dad is it her dad. Yeah. Is, Fal- is, uh, is Carmine her dad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and so the whole like her trying to get in there and and take him out, it was like that was an intense scene. Like yeah. uh, I I felt like like because she wasn't able to kill him, even though he ended ended up dying, like she didn't get that sense of satisfaction of being the one to kill him. Yeah, and so that was—I I felt like that was a very important part of the uh, of the movie, and which again, like that was that was her own storyline that was w- that was woven into the to the movie, and I don't know if that's if if that's a a uh, if that's part of one of the series or stories uh, of comic books that where you it know, is okay because because that was you know I, I am not a comic book book reader I'm I don't I don't know a lot of these other backstories and things like that. So that was for me. It was a very cool way of uh, of uh, of getting her into more of the story. So I really I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, I want to say it was the, the long Halloween that it very heavily implies that that Carmine Falcone is is Selena's uh, father, mm-hmm. um, and and so yeah, the very very par for the par for the course. It made sense um, to to me at least. Um, in, in this sense and the way they did it was it, it absolutely made sense well done um, but uh, but yeah so so penguin gets to take over that e- empire and and there gets to be a major power grab um, so um, let's talk a little bit about about the I guess I guess the end end game if you will of, of this movie you know they go through all of these um, all of these murders and 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 the Riddler is trying to present this point that there's this all this all this corruption and deception in Gotham, and that that Gotham is this major cesspool of crime and disease and drugs and all of these things. And and then Riddler finally gets arrested at the at the end of the movie, which like when they find him in the diner at the end of the movie again. He turns around and looks at them and all those police, they've got guns drawn looking at him. 
just looking at his face and especially with those glasses, like he looks like a stereotypical serial killer, right? Like it's very unsettling. They did a great job just making him look like that. And then also you just see him like all calm, cool and collected and everything. And then they slam him on the, on the table and you just immediately see this, like just the reaction on his face of like craziness Mm-hmm. In, in his eyes and then especially when batman rolls up and, and and he just gets this big smile on his face because in his mind and you see this later in the in the meeting with with him and and batman he thinks that he's working with batman he is that deluded into thinking that they're doing all of this together and and i was i was also really concerned just because like um they they start to imply heavily that the Riddler knows who that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Um, They really start implying that. And I'm like, are we really going to give away his identity in this first film or really doing that? The way he was doing it, he was like, Bruce Wayne, (laughs) you know, like, Oh my gosh. It was just like, he said it over and over again. And back of my mind, I'm thinking like, this is obviously being recorded. Like yep. they got some sort of like recording software and they have cameras in there and they're going to be picking this up and they don't, they don't even mention it at all. You know, it's not going to be like the end of spoilers, you know, one of the Spider-Man movies where Spider-Man, you know, like, you know, who, who he is, you know? So I'm like, Oh, hopefully that's not the way this movie is, but I'm glad, I'm glad they, they didn't go any further with that. Yeah. It was nice to, to finally see the turnaround because you, because you think with the beginning of the conversation, you think that he knows that, Bruce is Batman. Mm-hmm. But then you realize it's like, but well, we didn't get him. He's the only one we didn't get. Yeah. And that's when you realize, oh, he still doesn't know. He still doesn't know at all. And and he thinks that he's working with Batman. He's just that deluded. And then when he comes to realize that Batman is not about that life, um, it just completely cracks Riddler's mind. Um, and he gets highly upset. But then he realizes that there's there's a piece of the puzzle that Batman hasn't figured out yet. Um, And they actually kind of touch on this at the very beginning of the movie where they, they touch on the fact that, that the renewal part of the renewal plan was to developing the seawall, but the money dried up. So the seawall integrity was not finished. They didn't finish it completely. And that's because uh, Falcone and all of these mob guys were siphoning off the the renewal money, the the billion dollars, and they were all getting a cut of it. So the money dried up for other things, and Riddler exploits that in order to basically clear out the cesspool. The idea was to completely flood the city to the point where they would be at the central point, which was Gotham. Was it Gotham? Gotham, Gotham Square, Square Garden, Garden, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. To the point where it would drive everyone there. And then he had followers, which that was really cool. That was very modern. The fact that he had like followers online. He was like on the dark web and had all these guys that were basically coming together to do stuff for him. And they were going to basically take everybody out and clear out the cesspool. Um, and and so it was definitely interesting how, how, they, how they did that. Um, and then... The, the ending with, um, you know, Batman finally takes out all these Riddler thugs 
if you will. Gets a shotgun to the chest. Yeah, and then gives himself a shot of adrenaline. Yeah, was that... Hold on. Okay, so when I saw that, I'm like, that was very... Was that Bane, like, Venom stuff that he put into him? Could like, be. It, it just came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, well, he's he's got some sort of green adren- adrenaline. That sounds like Venom stuff. It's possible. I mean, it could definitely be a nod to that. It could just be regular old adrenaline. I don't know. Um, I don't know what adrenaline looks like. And it's not and, that. I, well, I figure it's Batman, probably not green like that. In the but. Batman universe, that's the Bane stuff. Yeah, Venom. Yeah. <laughs> the Bane, the, the quote unquote Bane stuff. The Bane you, stuff. Yeah, you're the resident Batman fan here. I'm I am not, but that, that well, you got it. It's Venom. Yeah, it, it definitely looked like it. Yeah, it could be. It could absolutely be a nod to that. Um, and we could see that down the road. Who knows? Um, but but yeah, um, is interesting. Like with with as many shots as Batman took to the chest by like rifle shots and and automatic weapon shots, like it figures that's the, it's the shotgun that that did him in. Um, and um, but yeah, it's interesting. You know, he he finally you know gives himself that adrenaline shot, stops all the all the Riddler guys, um. And then he gets this moment where he gets a chance to actually be a hero. He turns from being, being just the vigilante who's just out for revenge, out for vengeance. Like this entire movie, they play on that fact that his, his name, they call him vengeance in this movie. They're not half the time. They're not calling him Batman. And it, and it really gets on his nerves when, um, you know, he takes that, that got mask off that guy. And I believe that is the same guy from the the funeral scene. It, it looked like him. Yeah, yeah I thought the I'm same. Pretty one. sure that's the same guy um, that was like really dogging on the rich scumbags and things like that at the funeral scene. It's the same guy that's in the un- underneath the Riddler mask, and he's like, "I'm vengeance." And Batman turns and looks at him, and he realizes like, the way I'm going, I'm no better than these guys. Mm-hmm. And that was really played at like, if you go down this road, you are no better than the criminals. Um, and, and so that's when Batman's arc finally kind of comes to a, to a conclusion. And that's where he becomes the hero where he starts actually saving people and, and helping with rescue efforts for this, for this, you know, the flood that's going on. Um, and he finally says, he's like, I am making an impact, not in the way I expected. I needed to become something more than just vengeance because ultimately that doesn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that, that was an interesting arc to me um, that, you know, we're well on the path to him becoming an actual hero and, and more and more people accepting him as part of Gotham's, you know, than society. Just yeah. More than just Gordon. Um, and, and so I absolutely, absolutely love that. But, um yeah man i i think we've touched on quite a bit was there anything other specific that you wanted to touch on any any major points yes there's one other thing i want to discuss okay and it is the soundtrack the theme to this movie was a nirvana song and uh my favorite band of all time is nirvana and when they started the something in the way the new rendition of something in the way that was just a little bit slower and then the whole movie is to that tune the the something in the way all throughout the movie which for me made me like the movie even more because it had that just 
that's something in the way just you know note after note then yeah. you note and you know it was just like so so well done the way they just slowed that song down to make it a batman theme like a nirvana something in the way song is the new batman theme like that is insane how yeah. and it was so good throughout the movie it wasn't it didn't do like it, it wasn't the vocals like at the beginning we had the vocals and then the credits you know had the vocals but the throughout the entire movie it was just the instrumental music to that song and it was yeah it was that was one part that we didn't discuss throughout the, our spoiler cast but the music was amazing yeah i i loved i loved the incorporation of like especially that song was written out of a place for kurt cobain of like isolation and depression and, and things like that and that's very much the kind of the where where bruce is at where yeah. batman is and so it, it makes sense um Michael Giacchino, uh, the guy that did all the score for this movie, mm. did it did a fantastic job um, with all of the music. Um, just very, I love Batman's theme. Um, I love Riddler's theme, like the very like kind of unnerving and but very playful kind of theme to it. Uh, I he did a great job with this. the The score was the score was fantastic. Score was one of the best scores I've ever I've heard in any yeah. comic book movie. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I agree with you. All right, man. All hearts clear otherwise? All hearts clear. Awesome. I, awesome. I am done. <laughs> I'm finished. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty much all we've got there for our Batman spoiler cast. Absolutely love this movie. I highly recommend. I think we both highly recommend you go see it. Yes. Go see it uh, in the theater if you can or on HBO Max when it comes out. But definitely go see it as soon as you can. Um, this fantastic movie. Definitely beautiful, uh, dark, noirish take on, on the Batman. Very well written. Absolutely love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. Um, you can always listen to the regular uh, uh, episodes of the Good Morning Guys podcast wherever podcasts are available. Um, we also have other spoiler casts as well that you can listen to. Um, but uh, that's all for this uh, this Batman spoiler cast. So may God guide and bless oop, the other way. Bless and guide <laughs> your lives. See, Lucas does it better than I do. It's so much better. Yep. And God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game, and as you find justice. I'm vengeance.